Day 17 of the Red Letter Challenge, the week of forgiving. Forgive others their trespasses, Matthew 6.12. This quote from Jesus is one of the most difficult challenges. It's really hard to forgive other people, but it's even worse to continue holding on to things that keep us from being who God has created us to be. To forgive means to let go of something and to give it to God because you believe He will enact better justice than you could. It's the opposite of taking revenge. Jesus mentions forgiveness often, and He lives by it too. Jesus followers, Jesus follows this way of forgiveness all the way to the cross. And even on the cross, He forgives the people who are killing Him. When Jesus prayed for His enemies to be forgiven as they drove nails into His hands, He was living His own sermon and validating His right to preach it. So if we truly want to follow Jesus, we have to be people who forgive. There's nothing that can be done to us or against us that we cannot forgive. At least that's what we say. But what about this situation? Simon Weisenthal was an Austrian Jew imprisoned in Nazi concentration camp. He worked in a hospital where a young German soldier named Karl Seidel was about to die. Seidel's last request was to talk to a Jew. Carl had been mortally wounded and wanted to make a deathbed confession. For several hours he pours out his heart about how sorry he is for all the things he has done. He mentions people he has killed and Simon knows some of the victims are his family and friends. After hours of confessing, Seidel asks if Weisenthal could forgive him. In his book The Sunflower, Weisenthal asks, Ought I to have forgiven him? Was my silence at the bedside of the dying Nazi right or wrong? This is a profound moral question that challenges the conscience of the reader of this episode just as much as it once challenged my heart and mind. The crux of the matter is, of course, the question of forgiveness. Forgetting is something that time alone takes care of, but forgiveness is an act of volition, and only the sufferer is qualified to make that decision. You, who have just read this sad and tragic episode in my life, can mentally change places with me and ask yourself the crucial question, what should I have done? The rest of his book includes 53 different prominent thinkers weighing in on whether he should forgive him. 28 of the authors say forgiveness is not possible. 16 said it is, and 9 were unsure. How would you respond? As followers of Jesus, we are called to forgive. But even in this situation? Or is this an exception to the rule? Is there a limit to forgiveness? It's a question we can relate to because we have all been wronged by somebody. In Matthew 18, Peter asked Jesus how many times we have to forgive a person. Do we have to forgive seven times? Jesus replies, I tell you not seven times, but seventy-seven times. Peter was looking for a limit. He thought he was being generous by suggesting seven times, because the law only required three. But Jesus' response took it to the extreme. Other translations say seventy times seven. All scholars believe that either way, Jesus wasn't being literal. Instead, these numbers suggest a never-ending limit on forgiveness, because the numbers seventy and seven signify perfection and completion. They suggest we ought to never be done forgiving someone. My favorite story of forgiveness is when Jesus forgives Peter for denying him three times. Peter was one of Jesus' best friends 
and he let Jesus down at the moment Jesus needed him most. Yet Jesus forgives Peter three times for denying him, and then puts him right back to work with the most important job ever, to lead the first church. It's one thing to be forgiven, but it's another thing to completely trust someone and give them the greatest responsibility in the world. God showed us the essence of who he is when Jesus died for all our sins. Now he calls us to be like him. To forgive somebody is not only good for that person, but it's good for you too. When you forgive, you become more like Christ. In John 18:15 through 18, Peter denies Jesus 3 times. Then in John 21, after Jesus rises from the dead, he meets Peter again. Rather than rebuking him, Peter forgives Peter and charges him with the task of being the leader of the church. John 21, verses 15 through 19. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Very truly I say to you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, Follow me. The challenge for the day is if you have still been withholding forgiveness from someone who has done you wrong, pray about forgiving that person. After praying, it can be beneficial. Reach out to whoever it might be who has wronged you and let that person know of your forgiveness.